Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's 4 o'clock on the number one sports talk show for your drive home. We have Hugh Douglas. I am Abe Gordon. And right now, we go out to the WadeFord.com hotline. Welcome in a very special guest calling us in from the side of the road. It is one John Fricky. Abe TL, 5'3", first time, long time. Well, I'm sitting here uh, with a, uh, a board out of my mind here. I can't get the damn lug does, uh, pardon my French. I got to defend myself on a couple of things. Hugh, you're right. I mean, if I were a three-time All-Pro or a Pro Bowler, I could probably lift the car like you can. I bended the thing standing on it, Hugh. That's kind of embarrassing. You wait, so you wait for Hero to come out there and save you, right? The hero <laughs> yeah, well, whatever, something like that, right? This is Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I saw the images on Twitter this morning, Carl, of yeah. uh, Fricky's tire. Nice whip, by the way. And um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, for me, for you, I think anybody you're at a job time critical. You can't be late. Fix a flat. You know, yeah, it's going to gum up the tire. The tire's going to be it's done. done. It's but, done. But you can throw fix a flat in there. You get to a gas station. You pull air in it. Should be able to get you to work. Yeah. And then you can deal with everything else. That's just, That would be my advice. Uh, maybe about four weeks ago. Um, so my daughter leaves the house and she's like, immediately calls me, which, you know, as a dad, you're like, something's wrong. Because they don't call. And she calls and is like, I've got a flat. And I'm like, oh, crap. Okay, so where are you? She goes, literally in the neighborhood, like down the hill. Okay. So I, I literally am able to walk down because we live on a hill. So I'm able to walk down and I see it. And, uh, and, and to, to Fricky's point here. Um, the only reason I didn't try to change it is because it was down the slope. Right. Unless you get some blocks or something to keep it from rolling. It's going to go that I, way. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and I'm yeah. trying to kill myself yeah. if I try to jack this thing up. So I literally had to call somebody to come, put it on a flat surface, and then we attempted, you know, they fixed right. it. But I'll say this. Uh, Mike's right about the fix of flat. If uh, you have issues, though, on the highway, and I see this all the time, and this is, this yeah. is just a safety note. Guys, get out there. It's nighttime, Mike, and you're trying to fix it. Oh, call it. somebody. Forget it. Call yeah. somebody. If you can or just wait till the next day. It is not worth it to be on the highway trying to fix a flat. Right. I'm telling you, there's just bad news, and people don't see you. They don't see the car. There's all kind of stuff. So, anyways, Freaky. Look at the damn lug nuts. We heard you. Lug nuts. Freaky, I hope you got everything. Do we know if he got that fixed, Boa uh, okay. Turtle? He got, okay, so it's fixed. Yeah. He's good to go. All right. Yeah, I was on a date with a girl in Florida, and the in the Florida version of Hero pulled over, and it was a woman. Yeah, and she fixed the flat. And she fixed. I got this, and then I, I was like totally emasculated because I couldn't. I didn't know where the spare was, <laughs> and she knew where everything <laughs> was. The jag, remember that, that Jaguar that I bought on eBay? But anyway, I was very embarrassed. It looked like a total wuss. I'm like, okay, I'm not afraid to call. And you then I, tip, know that. I went to tip her. She wouldn't take the money. Oh, it's really? I, we don't take tips, sir. I'm like, well, just for the effort. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was just all about the yeah, service. Exactly. That's cool. I have to call someone because my tires got this. The bigger wheels on it, yeah. They're twenty twos instead of I think they came with eighteen. Oh, oh, you got the dubs. You hey. got the twenty twos. Yeah, I got twenty twos on my truck. All right, I hear but you. um, I, but my jack's not big enough. Ain't so, it. so I have a, <laughs> I have a um a bigger jack, but 
that thing's huge. I'm not carrying it around. The, right. You know how much that burns right. more gas driving around with that big thing. You're gonna have to strap that on the back like the Paris to car rally. You know, I mean that's just right. You gotta, you gotta bring it with you. I just call AAA. Right on. Yeah, call somebody. All what right. You, what you eating, by the way, Bo? Sounds good. It's a protein <laughs> bar. It's a protein bar. It's healthy. <laughs> See, turtle, I look like this because I eat a lot of protein. Uh, by the way, Chris on the text line says we should have our daily drug experiences. You guys are very enlightening, Carl. What's just something about you, Carl? Carl doesn't mess with that stuff, kids. He's a, he's a family man. Uh, no, that's not. It's not necessarily true. I, 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 like, I live. I had a life. Okay. It, it, I mean, I've done things, Mike. But here's the deal. I've never done. I'll tell you guys what I've done. Well, to a certain degree. But I have never done peyote. So I was wondering about that because I hear all this stuff. And I'm like, it sounds like weed to me. That's what it sounds like. Well, there's different ways you can do it. You can chop it up, put it in a tea. You can brew it, make a tea out of it. Yeah. I mean, again, for kids at home. Stay away from all this stuff. Well, first of all, where the hell do you get it? Well, again, you got to have a hippie buddy like Aaron Rodgers and my buddy Vince. Okay. And by the way, do not text or t- uh, hit me on the DMs, okay? Because <laughs> that's, that's the next thing that will happen. Dukes, I got your peyote right here. I don't need it. I'm just <laughs> saying it's not like I – I've never run into anybody in my right. life. Carl. Yo, bro. I got this peyote over here. You want to get? I've never had that happen to me. Right again, we, we were in, I guess, where the peyote is in Arizona. <laughs> that's never and that's happened where to me. It happened to be the weekend Weed, we did it. Weed, coke. Yep. All this other, yes, I've been at those parties. <laughs> yes. Nobody's ever come up and been, yo, man, we're going to be in the bathroom doing this peyote, and you need to come. Nobody's ever done that. Do you do peyote in the bathroom? I don't know. I'm just saying. Sounds like you do it at, at a field party. That's where the coking stuff was going on, okay? They only I'm do peyote saying. at bonfires, Carl. Yes. yes. I got to admit, it was a bonfire somewhere <laughs> outside of Phoenix. Okay, well, so there you go. And I've never been to a bonfire. <laughs> yeah, you know me. I'm a city boy. But anyway, for all you kids, stay away from all the, of this the stuff. The only bonfire I've been to, and I yeah. went because we wanted to, to right. cause trouble, Texas A&M used to have a bonfire. They don't yes, do it anymore. the accident. And right. then they had the accident. But they used to do a bonfire, and it's a huge bonfire. And for years they've been talking about bringing it back, and they haven't. Mm. But that's like the only one I've ever, like a huge bonfire. That's right. the only one I've ever been to. Right. Sounds like when you do a show trip to like Wyoming or Montana or something. <laughs> <laughs> we could do. They have a call the Aaron Rodgers field trip. We'll do sensory deprivation. Yeah. We'll do all this stuff. We'll go broadcast from Sedona, play I'm, some golf. Let I'm, me tell you something. I'm the four of us locked in a dark room alone for four days. <laughs> someone is not coming out alive. Yeah, this is true. This is true. I mean, we got three more days of Radio Row, right? Why don't we just book the next flight I, out? I, listen, right I would love Ash for you to put something together like this because uh, <laughs> it would be an incredible trip. Three days of what Aaron Rodgers would do. Right on. All right, guys. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game. Big shout out, Mike, to uh, Mark Nice. Sounds like a rapper. Yeah. Uh, but he's not. He's down in Noonan, and he won the tickets to go see Brian Adams. So, Mark, thank you for listening cool. to Dukes and Bell. We're going to give you uh, Atlanta United tickets away. Uh, American Family Insurance Cup is coming up. That's going to happen on February 15th at Mercedes-Benz. So stay tuned. We'll give those away uh, before the end of the show. Hey, let's talk some dogs. Well, I'm sitting here uh, with a, a board out of my mind here. <laughs> Dukes and Bell on the sidelines with the dogs. The dog report is brought to you by Engineered Solutions of Georgia, a proud partner of the Georgia Bulldogs. At least he called. Yes. I mean, at least he called. Soldier Dot, Soldier Dot. Hey, man, you and I at the end of the show yesterday, uh, Dog Nation had an article that they put out there that says, you know, Todd Munkin, there's nothing on the news front, guys. Literally every day, Georgia fans ask us, what's going on with Munkin? He had another interview with Baltimore, supposedly. I haven't seen anything on the follow up on that. But the word is that uh, apparently that Josh Brooks will back up the Brinks truck. It's a blank check, and Georgia will do whatever it takes to retain Todd Munkin as the OC. 
And there's some certainly uh, some precedent set. Uh, Kevin Steele was making 2.5 million back in the day at Auburn, so maybe three million north of uh, three million dollars or around that for potentially for Munkin. You got a problem with that? No, not at all. Uh, best coordinator right now in the country has proven it back to back years. Some people will say this will be the Belichick Brady discussion. How good is Munkin without Stetson Bennett? Right. And what Stetson Bennett's going to be moving on in his career without Todd Munkin? I don't know what that looks like. But what I do know is Todd Munkin was a, an established play caller long before he got Stetson Bennett. And, you know, when you've got the studs that Georgia has, I think he's proven it. So, no, I have no issues with that whatsoever. Zero. Yeah, I just think you don't want to change horses midstream. And it is funny, though, when you talk about Tommy Reese and the Kevin Steele hire at Bama. There are a lot of Bama fans who felt the Steele hire, I guess, and you and I were talking for guys who missed it yesterday. Stacey Searles is a lifer around the SEC. And yeah. There's some Georgia fans who felt after Matt Luke you know, took some time out, after any replaced Sam Pittman, some kind of Georgia fans rolled their eyes when he came back. But he's a good recruiter. Steele's a good recruiter, and he certainly knows the territory. But I guess for Alabama, I guess folks were expecting something a bit more exotic or you know, something maybe more NFL pedigree. Yeah, Tommy Reese, guys, um, leaving his alma mater after 10 seasons, you know, he was a core. Quarterbacks, coach, he was an offensive coordinator. He needed a new challenge. And there's no better way to go challenge yourself than to coach mm-hmm. under Nick Saban. But I also think, Mike, this is a smart play because I'm sure Tommy Reese looked at all these guys and said, look at how all these guys have landed on their feet. I mean, even guys that we didn't think would be rehabilitated, like Elaine Kiffin, right. has landed on his feet. Sarkeesian, right? too. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so you start looking at the list. Brian Dable's in the NFL. I mean, we can go down the list of guys that went there and did this for Nick Saban. So, he comes in and people are saying, all right, well, so what does he do? What has he got? How's he going to coach? What are we going to do differently offensively? Well, I don't know if Alabama does anything differently offensively. I think you do what has gotten you here, Mike. Saban has already made that turn to the spread offense mm-hmm. and up-tempo and all the things that he might have been against you know, 10 or 15 years ago. But I don't necessarily think you do anything differently. Guys, Alabama is the number one recruiting class in the country. You don't have to do too much differently. You just come in, and I think he maintains, Mike, what they had, and he'll put his, his wrinkle on things. But mm. as far as what Reese is going to be, I don't know if this is a wait-and-see three-year kind of deal. You're going to know next season what this offense can do. And if you're averaging 45 a game, mm. it'll look just like Alabama's looked. And for what it's worth, Greg McElroy, I, mean, I guess he was on his radio show or social media, he said, quote, uh, Tommy Reese will specialize in creating a very complimentary style of uh, offense. He said, Carl, that won't hang the defense out to dry. And should re-implement the downhill play-action passing attack that uh, led Bama to four national championships. In other words, when you're doing some, too much of the high octane down the field, your defense, you know, too many three and outs, run the football, That's balance, right. a little more clock, which kind of looks like it's gone full circle for Saban. That's Saban. Um, Reese is considered a players, not plays coach. So he's going to build relationships. Guys dig him. He was loved at Notre Dame, so we'll see where that goes. Hey, I did mention this, and I wanted to tell you guys, uh, uh, Kurt Fer- Ferens, Mike, Iowa coach, they amend his contract, um, and it's kind of interesting, for offensive coordinator, his son, Brian, with incentives and opportunities to reinstate his previous contract after the Hawkeyes had a statistically poor offense. Remember, if you watched Iowa this year, they couldn't score. Mm. They were terrible. So they put this new stuff in the in the contract. He's going to make a base salary of $850,000, be able to make – um, up his contract. It's a two-year rolling agreement with bonuses and salary adjustments. But, Mike, they have to score at least 25 points a game and win a minimum of seven games in 2023 <laughs> for him to reach his goals. Yeah, man, not exactly an offensive juggernaut out there uh, for the Hawkeyes. How about that? That's little, I mean, again, 
Ferens always does enough, Carl, to keep that gig. Wins just enough every few years. Wins ten or goes to a decent bowl game, and never never has a sniff of a national championship. So they're changing their coach's contract, mm-hmm. and we're talking about our guy getting a brace. Right. I mean, that's where fundamentally that this is completely different with Iowa and Georgia. All right, guys, coming up opening night. It was uh, a lot of things were said last night. Um, some dumb, some not so much. We'll let you hear it coming up next. I don't care who you are. It's kind of cool to think that you're a mom and you have two sons, and one day those sons are playing in the backyard and they go, we're going to play in the Super Bowl together. And you go, yeah, we're going to be in the same Super Bowl. (laughs) What are the odds? Right. I mean, it's almost impossible to believe that both Travis and Jason Kelsey could be here, but they are. And um, part of the discussion last night at opening night with the reporters and asking questions to guys as we get ready for Super Bowl 57 is, you know, this whole thing about mom. And, and listen, they don't want to be the story. They understand. They got teammates. They got, you know, uh, other guys who are trying to win a Super Bowl. But this is a big deal, Mike. I don't know if we'll see this again. We've never seen it, right? Mm. Mom with two sons in the Super Bowl, opposite teams. So Travis Kelsey was like, look, right now, this is where I'm at. I'm just trying to do whatever I can do. I don't want to say it's easy because there's a lot of hard work, but I just keep showing up to work, boss. <laughs> I trust the front office, coaching staff. Um, the leaders on this team, that whoever we bring in, we're going to have a great opportunity to, to win football games. And uh, uh, for the past few years, probably i say the past eight, eight to nine years, that stayed true. So I'm just going to keep showing up and doing my job and uh, enjoying every bit of it, baby. Mike, what's going to be his impact in this game? I mean, that's Travis, by the way. He does. I mean, he's always even when you say there's no way this guy's going to get the ball, they're going to you know, they're going to bracket him they're gonna keep no he always even if he only goes for 50 yards he'll have three touchdowns right it always seems like right? Travis Kelsey just finds a way whether it's in the red zone or it's a <clears throat> excuse me he's coming back to help Patrick Mahomes and moving the uh, moving the sticks in a, in a crucial drive it's just one of those guys that you say you're right everyone's gonna build a better mousetrap and if you overcommit to him who are the other guys who are gonna shine for that for the wide receiver core but he's, gonna, he's always the guy. He's always the dude, and his brother is the heart and soul of that offensive line for the Eagles. No doubt. Let's hear uh, Travis talk about playing with his brother um, and how he feels about this. It's honestly a dream come true, and we can, we can do nothing but thank the fans for embracing us like this. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't know if we'll see it again. The odds of this, this would be like the Diggs, right? The right. two Diggs brothers, Cowboys and Vikings playing, or, or the Bills, should I say, playing in a Super Bowl. It just it's almost impossible that, the, that that you would get to this point. But it's going to be a big side story right. heading into Sunday. And again, the six-hour pregame will be covering it all. Yeah, now you and I have both spoken to uh, Archie Manning. And again, to be, I mean, that's going to be the, the most unbelievable experience. Both of your sons have won Super Bowls now. Mm. The Patriots always kept the Colts from playing, Eli, the years that the Giants win. They rematch with the, uh, with the, with the uh, Patriots. But yeah, the idea that both of your kids are going to have two Super Bowl rings and, and Eli, and they were so different personalities. And these guys are both maniacs. Remember when they won the Super Bowl in Philly a couple years ago Kelsey wore the giant mummers costume for the parade so they're just I mean they're really loose dudes and I gotta be honest as much as I can't stand Philly that they're both rootable guys no they are they are um AJ Brown by the way was also speaking last night talking about one of the reasons why the Eagles are here is that they've held everybody accountable I think guys probably saw me and him bickering a little bit early on, and it was like, hey, those guys are just friends. You know, those guys hold each other accountable. And so it made it really easy, you know, to see two friends, you know, holding each other accountable, you know. Um, and it just kind of just went to the whole team. And, and we always doing stuff together. We always spend the time together, you know, Wide House, DBs, everybody, you know, it's, it's a family. 
he was talking about Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. um, and they had a relationship before he got to Philly. So he was like, listen, you know, this is kind of what it is. But A.J. Brown, and speaking of impact, Mike, he has a chance to be a big-time player in this game as well. But he was talking about, you know, where his mindset is right now. I'm so locked in. I'm just trying to stay away from family and all the other stuff other than my family. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to listen to outsiders and, you know, just stay, stay focused. Well, listen. I think the way that Andy Reid has done it, and we brought this up earlier, we were talking with Chuck Smith, Andy Reid basically went in, they went into Phoenix, and they set up their camp like it was home. Right. Like, this is going to look like our facility. Everything's going to – they brought banners. They did everything. <laughs> we don't want to do anything out of the norm because this is not out of the norm. We're playing another football game. And you're trying to convince these guys, Mike, even though we all know it's not, that it's right. just another Sunday. Yeah, we talked about it with, uh, with Big Chuck Smith. Big Chuck Smith, and you know the uh, the Broncos were up in Fort Lauderdale. There was less media. We in '98, the Falcons '99, were downtown Miami, right by the, between the airport and downtown. All the distractions. Dan Reeves thought it'd be a good idea to let the families spend time with the players. That created its own kind of issues. So I mean, it sounds like it's pretty simple, but it, there are some things that are some nuances to how you do it. Uh, I did notice, and it's pretty funny. Patrick Mahomes answering some questions. It almost looks like the guy standing behind him, the PR guy, looks like the dude who does the jazz bath in the State Farm commercial. You know those commercials? <laughs> he's, he's supposed to be like the equipment manager. By the way, that makes me laugh every time. That's funny. I don't watch. I don't wash Patrick's practice jersey, and he hands it to the girl. She goes, "Oh, woof!" and it passes out. out. But anyway, yeah. So Mahomes, like he's he's loosey goosey. He's been there. I did find it interesting though that Sirianni did say that. He was a wide receiver coach when they everyone got fired at Kansas City when Andy Reid came in to be the new head coach, and he still used that as, I guess, a piece of a motivation, as a chip on his shoulder because he wasn't retained by the new coaching regime. Yeah, I mean... And surprised he didn't even talk about it at the Super Bowl. To bring it up, right. Yeah. Um, a couple of years ago, um, well, no, maybe it was last year, when the Bills played the Chiefs, right. and Sean McDermott, who's the coach of the, the Bills, had a very similar story, Mike, talking about being on Andy Reid's Eagle staff and getting let go and how he still, you know, it, it bothered him. But when you're in this position, again, I don't care how much it bothers you, you're not out coaching Andy Reid. It's still about your guys executing. I mean, is, is Sirianni going to go in there? And to Mike's point, I mean, I'm a little bit surprised. That, that's something maybe you keep private. But I get it. You're just speaking out and you're telling people how you feel. But it's not like he's going to say Sunday, Mike, before the game, <laughs> he fired me. And I need you guys to go out there. He's not, that's not going to be a part of his pregame speech. Yeah. And by the way, it was a real blank show. It was Todd Haley who got fired midseason. Romeo Cornell took over. And then the next season he got fired. And it was Andy. Correct. Mm. So, I mean, there's just, and, and there's, and that's, Romeo Cornell would be more of the Belichick assistants or guys from that ilk. And Todd Haley was a dude that kind of, remember the, uh, the Cleveland Browns on Hard Knocks? Oh, yeah. And it was pretty pretty clear that Haley was trying to buck for Hugh Jackson's job. So, I don't know. There's a lot of, there was a strange dynamic. I think Andy Reid came in and said, we're cleaning the house. And I think you can understand that. People have their own people, people they work with, they're going to bring those guys in. But I just thought it was a little strange. Dan Reeves, by the way, you and I were talking about this earlier off the air. If you guys remember the 98-99, we're talking a lot about that Super Bowl today. Dan Reeves brought up, and it was a story, and Dan Reeves decided not to get a, to a, a avoid it or not answer questions. He actually made a statement about it. The fact that, did John Elway and Mike Shanahan force you out in Denver? Yeah. And, and Reeves talked about it at the time. It was kind of interesting because a lot of folks said, you know, wow, he's really taking it head on. First thing he said, it, I assume he got to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, listen. I respect guys who tell. And that the was truth. an end around. That was legitimate beef oh, by no, Dan Rice. No, 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 it was. Uh, but I respect guys who tell the truth and come out and tell you the full story. There's just no reason. Like, I'm not mad at Nick Sirianni for saying, "Hey, 
It would be anybody. I'm disappointed that I was on the staff and he didn't keep me. I thought we could probably, you know, that'd be a good step for me in my career. But it doesn't always happen that way. I do want you to hear Jason Kelsey because he was talking about coaching up his mom. This is kind of funny. If, Mike, she does the coin toss. If mom is doing the coin toss, we're going to have to coach her up a little bit. I don't I think I've ever seen her flip a coin, but uh, it would be a pretty incredible moment, yeah. And then whoever wins, they're going to be like, Mom, come on. <laughs> I mean, you know, if Travis and the, and the Chiefs get the coin toss, it's going to be uh, we got cheated. If it's vice versa, if Jason gets it. But it's going to be one of those storylines that we'll be talking about with Super Bowl 57. Have you ever bet the coin toss? I have Super not. Game? I bet an idiotic bet one time. I've never done it again. The length of the national anthem. Right. The two and a half minute over under. I did do that one time, and it was right. dumb. I mean, the coin toss, I mean, come on. I could have just handed the money over. I'm with you there. I mean, it was stupid. I don't play roulette either. I think roulette's a silly game. But, hey, man, people, you you do you. Hey, man, got some fun stuff for you in Guy Talk. The uh, ads have been sold, and the money is staggering, even with the economy a little wacky. Yeah. What Fox is going to make for okay. this year's Super Bowl. Okay. Got the numbers on that. And listen up. Crazy story. Uh, north of the city in Banks County. Principal getting on with the gym teacher. Oh, yeah. HR involved. Oh, dirty sex talk on the way. It's Guy Talk coming up. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for fun. <laughs> it's time for guy talk. Yes! Never mind. It's time for shenanigans. Yeah! 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 Hey, man, it's on a Tuesday. It's Dukes and Bell. Hope you guys are having a good day. Nice day out there, as Squid Billy said, with his uh, daily weather report. It uh, feels like uh, spring. It does. Hopefully it'll stay. Now, I'm, how about you? 
Uh, that's again, we get the bell for when you do the cliched weather update. But uh, yeah, man, hopefully the weather will be getting a little nippier on Sunday for your plans. I know we try to do indoor outdoor for our Super Bowl party and have people, you know, kind of do their thing. But uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, I gotta go get a bunch enough hay man to like last me for the for the game. That's sure. The yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta stock up. Yeah, I gotta run out to the brewery. Trip. Anyway, it's <laughs> not from where you live, just where I live. I live halfway to Alabama, but it's over there in a, in a Coney. A Coney Brewing is in Greensboro, and it's a great layout. If you haven't seen the videos and stuff that they post on their Twitter, it's awesome. It is awesome. Pick up our beer, man. Go to Publix. They don't have it. Ask for it. They'll get it. All right, man. Super Bowl uh, business is oh, booming. Go ahead. I just want to say shout out to Beverage Mart. Uh, I stopped in Where's there. Where's that at? Uh, that's up, I believe, uh, Ackworth up okay. that way. And I just stopped in and I didn't even post a picture, but they had a stacked up mic. Nice. Stacked up. So again, guys, and again, I'll be honest with you. If your liquor store, package store has got our brew wheel, we'll give them a shout out. It's kind of how it works. Um, Super Bowl ads are sold out for Fox. No big surprise. Some people were saying, some of the industry experts who follow television were saying because of the economy and because of some companies downsizing and all sorts of things that are going on. A lot of things in flux right now, right? The last year or so. But the uh, Super Bowl ads are sold out. Mm. Uh, up until about uh, two or three weeks ago, they were 95% sold. And then uh, they got the deals done. Uh, what do you think a 30-second commercial goes for? Right now? 30 for seconds for Super Bowl? What do you think 30 seconds for so Super it's Bowl? It's got to be three, three million bucks? Six to seven million dollars. So if you see a 60-minute commercial, which you rarely see, usually in their 30s, That's but sometimes right. they're the big ones, that would be north of you know 13 or you know 10 to 13 million dollars, depending on the rate they cut. But a 30-second commercial, seven million dollars. Mm. Fox struck a deal for a last bit of available in-game commercial inventory. So it looks like they're going to make over 250 million dollars on just the Super Bowl alone. I should say, uh, 550 million last year. Uh, NBC uh, broadcast generated nearly 578 million. So they're saying about 575 to start right now for Fox. So just a little bit down, but NBC made 578 million just off the Super Bowl. Last yeah. Year. So here's the deal, right? I think it's a given. It's still the most watched game. It's the big game and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then Mike, you're, you're still, you know, you're charging these absurd prices, but but advertisers are paying it because they right. know eyeballs are going to be watching. And we always joke around about like the six hours of pregame and who's going to sit there and watch through all that. Well, last year with NBC, total ad revenue, and this is from Variety Magazine's website, uh, altogether it was $636 million from the time the broadcast started. Think about that. So from the pregame. From the pregame all the way through to the end. And that was up $100 million from 21. Yeah, that's why this is such an uh, enormous game. From an mm. advertising standpoint. The, and, and people, we use this term, right? Oh, it's a Super Bowl. Mm. It is the Super Bowl of advertising, Mike. That's why they spend all these ad dollars on, on these commercials and right. the, the creativity. And then the next day, we're all talking about it because there's one or two or six that stood out. Ah, that's mm. insane. Seven million, and they, they're going to make how much? <laughs> yeah, oh, by the time it's all done, if they improve 700? on what over NBC made, it'd be about $650 million. Wow. Pretty, pretty good. And that's without Tom Brady. On the broadcast, that's true. So, that's true. Um, there was an article. We didn't get to this in Dog Report because we were screwing around today. But there's an interesting article about the University of Florida one-time commit who had prior been a Miami commit, Jaden Rashada. And this is the kid who's like the four-star quarterback who made that ridiculous $13.85 million name image likeness deal, which had everybody losing their minds. Yes. And then they pulled it, and then he split and then people are just making this kid sound like he's an awful kid and what's the world coming to? And this is the worst thing about name image likeness. Big article in The Athletic that dropped yesterday. I finally got a chance to read it this morning. 
Sounds like the dad is the constant in this equation, and the mm. kid is a good kid. Uh, the kid, Jaden, he's going to go to Arizona State, by the way. But if you had not read the article. So, wait, he was at Miami? He was at Miami. They put a big NIL deal together, and then Florida basically doubled it with their Gator Collective. And then the deal fell through, yeah. and then he split. And it made it sound like, well, 13 mil- what are you talking about, $13 million? How can a kid walk away from something like that? Well, there was a lot of moving parts to this deal. And the article is long, and it's a lot of stuff. But at the end of the day... I think it's more about the dad than the kid. And the kid, by the time the first deal was uh, dropped, which is a big one in his own right to go to Miami, he goes to this big quarterback camp. This is last year. And kids are all going, and they're jocking him, and they're busting his chops. And, and the kid basically freaked out. And his confidence gets shot. He hasn't been performing well. And everyone, all the scouts, all the people that are talking to the kids say, he's a really good young man. He's not a bad dude. But this was a kid who's getting killed, remember, just a few weeks ago yeah. as being the poster boy for everything that's wrong about name, image, likeness. So really, Mike, what you're saying is it's the schools and these collectives that are going above and beyond that are really the bad guys, right? right. Because you, they put it out there as to how much money they're going to give or, or what they're getting this kid. He's not the bad guy. He's just right. accepting Whatever the offer is, right? Yeah, and some people are saying because, now again, whether this is a byproduct of all the stress and all the stuff he's been hearing and going through, he's not even considered one of the top ten quarterbacks in the country. That's wow. just a four-star recruit. But the deal goes down, again, it's an article if you don't have the athletic, I know it's a lot of stuff to unpack, but uh, $13.85 million was the deal at Florida. And that's actually just slightly less than what Kenny Pickett makes in his first four years in the NFL. $14.1 million. That's a mid-round draft pick. That's unbelievable. Um, Mid-January, he didn't enroll at Florida as expected. Gator Collective had reneged on its deal in early December, two days after the initial payment was made, about $500,000 for this kid to go to Florida. He's going to mm. be an early enrollee. And he was granted a release. And then he was, uh, again, a, a, a dude that all of a sudden the stock starts to take some hits, and he winds up going to Arizona State. Bottom line, what I read from this article, and Squid Billy, I don't know where Squid goes, he's in the hallway, but we were reading this earlier. It seems to me like the parent, the father, has a little bit more to do with the strangeness of how the situation has played out in the last two months. <sighs> Helicopter dad. It, yeah, this is, this is, but this should be the story that's told to all these kids, right? right. I mean, or at least... This is what could happen. Now, is he in a bad spot? I don't, what is he getting at Arizona State, by the way? Do this we know? Year. This year. I mean, no. What, what is he getting? Do we know what the, the amount? No, it has been disclosed. Okay. So, I, I just, I don't know, Mike. I think when you talk about kids getting these opportunities, and we're going to see a lot more of this, by the way, because these collectives and the money that's involved, Mike, is going to continue to go up. We talk about it all the time on the show. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Mike, until there's some guidelines or at least some, some guardrails, how does this not continue? Right. I just think the NBA, like, the, two things. The NCAA, they, they, they had a chance to really nip this in the bud. Just share the TV revenue. Could have gotten ahead of this. But that's Mark Emmert, who's finally stepping away. Yeah. But this, this dude had his head in the sand, so that thing just kind of went further on further down the road. So where's the leadership going to come from? If a state, no state's going to go against his own big football programs to try to put something in place, because then you're going to lose, that, that doesn't get you any votes in your state house, right? It doesn't, no. And then we're going to get, what, Congress is going to show some leadership on this? Good luck with that. <laughs> so we're going to be in the wild, wild west, for at least for the near future. Yeah, I think you're right. Absolutely right. But again, it's, uh, it's a lot of stuff to unpack from the article, and you can draw your own conclusions, but in the athletic. I just thought, when the first story went down, I just thought Jaden Rashad became like the kid in the black hat. And you and I were saying... We don't know the whole story yet, and here is the story. Yeah, it's an interesting story. It's on The Athletic if you want right. to check it out. Hey, man, uh, here's a story we can all enjoy. I got this from uh, Channel 2's website. Uh, up in Banks County, a uh, there's an elementary school principal who apparently was knocking boots with the uh, gym teacher. Here here in Georgia? Here in Georgia. Up, I guess Banks County is like commerce. Yeah. That way. Up. 
Yeah, up 400. Up. Now, again, if you're in your car, we're pointing up that way. Uh, if you're watching on Twitch, we're going. We're pointing to our right. So a third-party investigation requested by Banks County Superintendent uh, begins. And I, I can throw the names at you if you want to hear the names. It really matter if you didn't know these folks. But let's just say there's a principal. Okay. And she was involved with the gym teacher. Who's the dude? Principal's a lady. Yeah. And then uh, eventually the dude comes forward and says, look, you know, uh, we've been having sex and we've been doing it in school grounds and we've been having an affair and and, and now and she's trying to uh, she's kind of uh, con- controlling me and the wife gets involved and says that basically the uh, the teacher was uh, the principal was kind of using uh, sex as a weapon to improve her husband's chances of advancement. Wow. Yes. How's it, does this sound a Lifetime movie? Uh, it does. Of the week written no. all over it or what? Yeah, it absolutely does. So, so she was she was in charge. Principal's in charge. Okay. And apparently she, they, they, she and the gym teacher, the guy, they start doing it. Yeah. And apparently he's got photographic evidence. Of, oh, yeah, oh. We, she says they didn't do it on school grounds. And he's like, well, here's, right, that's not her office. Here we are over by the gym mats. Here we are. He's <laughs> <laughs> got the photos. As the man likes to say, he kept the receipts. Yeah. Um, but according to this article, and again, it's, this is also a very, I'm, as you can see, I'm scrolling, very long article at Channel 2's website. Um, Simmons uh, this, uh, shared a shirtless photo. Of uh, Charles wearing a cape. She also admitted to having a sexual relationship with Charles. Simmons claims Charles' wife set up their sexual encounters and would watch as the pair had sex. She denied having sexual relations at the school. But then, the, again, the gym teacher's got all the evidence. Sure, he's which, like right here. And then the, and the wife says she spoke with investigators and claims Simmons, she's the principal, manipulated allowing the husband to have sex with her mm. in exchange for helping them with their careers. I completely you're got lost. Chris, are you following this? Completely got lost, but I get where you're going. There principal, were three people principal, involved. gym teacher, yeah, and then the wife gets involved. Yeah, now it doesn't that all three were having sex, but the wife said the teacher, uh, the principal, convinced me that it's to okay watch. that my husband yes have sex to watch. with her. Yeah, to advance his career. Did he get advanced? That's what I didn't get for the Channel <laughs> Two article, and and that's maybe why maybe why he went to HR. <laughs> What do you think? He didn't get the promotion? I don't know. Hell had no fury like a gym teacher score. I don't know. Go to the website. Draw your own conclusion. Here's one simple piece of uh, sports information I can relate to you. Michael Money Harris has got himself a sign. Stockbridge 2022 NL Rookie of the Year. Atlanta Braves. Michael Harris, too. So there's a picture of him and his family. Also says Stockbridge High CO 2019. It's pretty cool. So Michael Harris getting some recognition in his hometown. I love it, man. Hometown kid. Done well. Can't wait till the season starts. Pitchers and catchers report on the 13th. We're going to be talking plenty about the Braves here in the next few weeks. But when we come back, we lose our quarterbacks coach. And Mike and I have a discussion about this whole quarterbacks coach thing. We'll explain coming up on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and Odyssey.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.